0: Welcome to the City Life Lansing Podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. How can't you clap, right?
1: here, you go. You got out of your Everybody wants to be in that in number. when the saints go marching in. When the saints go marching in. When the saints go marching in. I want to be
0: I think about how good grace is and so how undeserving we are of it and how beautiful it is to talk about and that's why the good news of Jesus is is so good, so good, so good because even the thief on the cross got in. Even the thief, I mean, live your whole life wrong, which it just sounds so contrary. What? He deserves his punishment. Well, what should be isn't always what could be with God. God has a way of kind of Pulling a reversal when we acknowledge his worth, when we see who he is, and then we give up our own preferences, our own desires, and we say, I can't do it, God, you are the one. Today, in that fashion, in that fittingness, is 2 Corinthians 5:17. Therefore, if anyone, anyone, come on, everybody, anyone, I don't know, anyone. I don't always do this. People like, I don't want to talk in church. But you got to say, anyone. Because I want it to sear in your soul. It really is anyone. Anyone. Anybody. The person you hate. Anyone. Whatever political party you have. Anyone. I know some people, you just talk about the other political party, and they can't even breathe anymore. They're demons. You know, they're shaking. I mean, you might not agree with them, But they're made in the image of God. The Imago Dei. Every single person has that. Because if you see just kind of the fruit and don't get to the root, I think sometimes you'll miss what God wants to explode in somebody's life. I thank God that Jesus showed up in every setting and he gave dignity to people. And I thought that was, um, I think it's fascinating that most of the outcasts and people that were uh, kind of marginalized in society, they were the team he recruited. And those that, Stood up for standard and law, they missed the whole point, to rule on behalf of God. So here he is correcting a lot of the institutions and those that have power because he's telling them, hey, you have power, but you're ruling wrong. You're ruling with an iron fist, and it's meant to be under God and, and, and have that on behalf of God. You, you, yes, you bear the sword on behalf of God, but remember, it's on behalf of God, so you answer to God. So, anytime we're responsible for anything, there's a master that's in charge and that we'll meet and we'll see face to face. This verse is so powerful. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. I'm going to see the Avengers right after this, Infinity Wars. I've been planning it for weeks. In fact, um, I'm embarrassed to admit that sometimes I've thought about that this morning more than the message, but uh, um, really <laughs> excited about that. But it's okay. I've gotten prayer. Um, <laughs> because, you know, that's, that's new. It's fun. I've never seen it yet. I've done this a bunch. I have. But there's something beautiful about this that is eternal, and that will just be a moment. Right? And so I had to recalibrate in those times and get prayer. And say, hey, I want to focus on how beautiful this is today. I want to remember what God did in me. And it was September 22nd, 2002, that I got baptized. And I remember coming to church with my great friend, Jay Thorburn. We both got baptized on the same day. And it was cloudy and a little bit rainy. And we didn't care because we were going to get baptized. And people that came to the church, some of my friends came. It was cool and celebrated and honored. There was a rainbow over the church, they said. Now, if you're familiar with the rainbow and Where it comes about is God flooded the earth, and he put the rainbow as a sign in a covenant that he would never do that again. He cleansed it in that time and then was kind of repairing, restoring, and the rainbow would be a symbolic pointing to his relationship that that he's not going to do that again with man or this, this earth. And the, there's a great big story going on. There's a great big movie going on. There's, there's Thanos coming and, and, and Satan. And, and, uh, and God's going to destroy it with all of his archangels and Tony Stark and Hulk. And it's going to be incredible. And he's been assembling all types of people all the time, me and you. He's been doing that. And he's been pulling his people together. And I love that moment that God gave me. I didn't need that kiss from heaven. I didn't need the rainbow. Because I remember the date no matter what, September 20th. I mean, I remembered that. I remember the sermon. I remember who spoke Remember, it's John Elif talking about you can plug into the Holy Spirit anytime. You never doubt if you plug into your wall on how to use a vacuum cleaner. But yet sometimes we think we can't plug into God. He's there all the time. His fuse never blows out. Yeah. I remembered that so deep in my spirit because I'm never going back just like God's never going to flood the earth again. And I hope today we remember Don't ever go back because when you're in Christ, you are brand new, brand new. In Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Now, when we launched this church, this was a burden and a passion to love the city. Now, I think this. If you live in the city, you know what it's like to feel the pace of the city and and you've, you've felt the pain of society too. And you can definitely live in the suburbs and feel pain too, okay, for sure. But if you look at school test scores and the uh, economic resources in the inner city, um, they're, they're, they're lower than that of the suburb region. And, and so with that comes a different quality of life or a different pace. And as we were getting inspired to think about what is God doing? Well, it starts all the way in the garden over here back in the beginning but yet it ends all the way in a city with God and people worshiping, and he's doing a new thing, and we're celebrating that, and then I started pausing and thinking about my story. I come from a village of Pinckney, and here we are in the inner city of Lansing, and it started in a garden, the village, and it now is in a city, and I believe this. As cities are developing, that's where people are moving. If you check any statistics, the, the, uh, over 85% of the people in 20-something years will, will live in major cities. Okay, so what's the trend? What are we going to do about that? And instantly, if you don't live in the city, you're, you're already uncomfortable, and that's fine. You don't have to live in the city. <laughs> you can live anywhere. But you must recognize what God's up to. He's bringing people close together. And it's not Satan's campaign. And so for us to love the city was a mantra that we believe God was kind of banging the drum on. Boom, boom, those kids in Kid City, they need to be loved. Boom, he was banging the drum to say, look, the city where a lot of times the media will say, here's all the poison that's happening there. Look, there's violence. There's... the downtown they thought about putting a casino. Well, what would it look like if we started to love people where life existed? And so we kind of took that um, that story, that, that inspiration to say, we're not going to just tolerate the city. We're pursuing the city because it's God's. You realize how we give Satan so much credit? And that's why he's taking so much ground. Because as we get found, we retreat. Oh, I don't want to go back. Wait, no. We need to get some people out of the city because they've never seen what different structures look like. But for, when we start to get clean and effective and we can help, we need to go in. And now some of them, you might not stay there. We each need to play our part, though. I'm going somewhere with this. Because the story of city life, no matter where you're at, you could be on a farm in Dansville and you're still sharing it. Because when you need to shop at Menards, you come to Lansing. <laughs> so you have some responsibility to this region. And as believers, we love the city. We don't tolerate the city. And in our first year, we kicked off the vision of um, Joshua and Caleb, gave a good report. They came back and told God what they saw. And they gave a good report. And everybody that didn't, they got a little slippery on it. They didn't get to go into the promised land. In fact, they were killed off. I really believe because it's not that they were afraid. We're always gonna have some fear. But they forgot who would lead them into this next stage in their life, would be God. So God's like, you're not fit. You're not trusting me in the way you need to. You're not understanding what I'm doing. And so therefore, I need you to see it as good because I'm the one leading and I'm good. And so as we see all the brokenness, we see the potholes, it's been a anthem for me to to be polled to say to see it as good for our team. Are you kidding me? It's not always easy, but we see it as good. We think that kids have potential. We think that families haven't heard the right story and, and, and the wrong master's been talking too loud. We think where there's section eight, God can still do something great. We think where there's big, prominent homes, that they can still live there, but now they can be on mission and somehow think of how to redistribute resources and be effective in leadership calling. Where it's difficult and sometimes challenging to jump into the mess and the stress, but, but there you'll find where God is at the deepest work. And where does that take place? In the city. And then this year, um, as we've continued the story coming from last year, we said love runs to, and behold, God is making all things new. I want you to check this video out and just remember the promise we have of we live forever. Oh, when the saints, because we think we're marching in, but God came down to us and he's going to come down to us again and he's going to make everything new. So he's the one marching in. We don't even bear the weight of the responsibility this morning of how we get saved. The great shepherd is the one saving us, preparing us, and keeping us until we meet the day of the Lord. Check this video out.
1: Revelation 21, one through seven. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, also he said write this down for these words are trustworthy and true and he said to him, it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end the thirsty i will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. the one who conquers will have his heritage i will be his god and he will be my son I am making all things new. All things new. I get
0: so inspired hearing that, um, because it puts into perspective the pain that I feel today. Because one day He's going to wipe it away gonna be one time you can worship through your pain, and that's now, because for eternity, you won't be able to. It's going to be one time that you're going to continue to be on the potter's wheel when it's hard and it's challenging, and that's now. And so you think, okay, God, I want you to make all things new now. He, he does a lot of new now, a lot of stuff now, but the greatest miracle work he does is when he tells people, you can be made brand new. You can be a new creation. Behold, the old has passed away, and the new has come. In Christ. The imagery there is so beautiful to think that I'm in his house. I'm protected when no, any storm comes, no matter what's happening around. I'm in Jesus and I'm new. That supersedes any status of anything I ever, ever have, will get, will want. And now it should give you confidence that no matter what setting you go in, the things aren't going to kind of uh, quench God's spirit in you. So now you want a platform. Now you want to go and take over ground. You want to build and and kind of love people in the city. And you want to go to all types of different mountains and kingdoms that people see. And you come on behalf of the Lord. Jesus leaves us with some powerful thoughts in Matthew 28. And this has been a, a very, very, very popular statement for Christians we're gonna go and make what thank you Torian (laughs) thank you oh my gosh lord help us we're gonna go and make disciples right you hear that a lot and even the term disciple the translation gets lost because what does that mean well we get a glimpse of what this looks and means and verse 17 it says and when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted you ever came with doubt? God loves you. He loves me through doubt. And he still is doing it the same way. And he comes and he shows up in the setting and he says, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. What he's saying there is, What you thought was only reserved for one type of people group, the Jews? Nope, no longer. You better go look at people with dignity no matter where they come from, no matter what background they are, no matter what political party or what type of national border they have. And we have great reverence and honor to respect those that have made it possible for us to preach like this. But I don't think we can even begin to understand all the mystery of what that means. Because God is caring about the whole world, right? And we're honoring and we're living in two worlds. We're under authority here. But yet we're under a greater authority forever. So what he's making a statement is, I'm the ruler. I'm owning things. And so it gives you a posture to say, okay, I don't have to carry all the weight for my life. So go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So you get the team. How does God's team look? The Avengers look like for God, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, always working together for the glory. It's one of the greatest mysteries. Try to explain it, triangle or whatever analogy you use, it's it's confusing. But it's beautiful. We see it play out. We see the Father pleased with the Son. We see Jesus saying that he's God. We see the Holy Spirit working, and we see all that take place when Jesus is baptized. Because the power's there. The power of our great leader. And then he says, to teach them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am. There's that behold again. Behold, the new is come. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. You'll see the behold a lot. Behold, Emmanuel. Behold, God is with us. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Behold, I'm making all things new. Think of the weight of just that word, to behold. To be in awe. Oh, I'm new. I am in awe of God today that you made me brand new. Thank you for that promise. That starts to make whatever your prayer requests were today, I know we got a lot. God cares about them, right? But the greatest prayer request he ever answered is the the, the crying out of our souls to be saved and to long and to belong, to be made brand new like it was in the very beginning. And the coolest part about all of it is, And hopefully this is the message that we live. When we go and we tell people, hey, Jesus is making all things new. So we're not scared of any place. He rules everything. He rules neighborhoods. He rules, you know, Dansville. And just to continue the analogy, Dansville. And he also rules Walsh Park. He rules both of these things. And we love that. Um, But the coolest thing that he wants to make new is not just this place. He wants to make you brand new. Perks up. What does that mean? He has a story for your life. Purpose for your life. That you'll be free when you're serving the right master. That all of the wickedness that you feel, that we fill with the darkness. Just dreaming last night, thinking about a Saturday night for people. Worship team, if you guys would come up, that'd be great. The, you know, Saturday nights is uh, a time where we feel empty the most often. Because there's two stories happening. There's those that are going to go to sleep and, you know, gather and remember Jesus. Because we're excited about the victory that he gave us. And there's some that just go out because there's nothing else to do. It's the weekend. Most people aren't working. I'm bored. And why am I still empty? In this vicious cycle I was thinking about. Because I've been in that cycle so much. We had a cat die one time. It was a kitten. And uh, it was in the dryer. Um, you know, you just don't go in the dryer, right? I know mean, we had a lot of cats, we took care of them all. But it was, a, it was just, a, it it's got in there, it was a tiny one, and it, I was like six, kind of traumatized. The parents, you know, they, told, they definitely were very tactful in how they told me what happened to the cat. But it definitely was the dryer experience, okay? And you think about that, people's faces are like, oh my goodness, it's gonna call PETA. But here's the thing, there's people all the time in the dryer and they're dying. And we're so scared of the darkness we don't know what to do and and we're so scared of what's happening and so we, we we run away and it's oil and water and we're not supposed to be in the world and yeah yeah for sure but but there's something that was taking place in me last night just reminded of what people are feeling as they're out partying they they're not happy a lot of times they're empty they don't want to be this way they need to know where can I get that new I need that new I, I need that new what is it I'm just going to go out in fact, when you, you know those moments when you feel really dapper? Like me, I got a haircut this week. It wasn't um, one hot towel they gave. It was not two hot towels they gave. It was three hot towels they gave and pressed it on my face. And I just sat back. I was like, oh. somebody hates their barber right now. They're like, I don't get that. And then I was pressing it on my face. Custom lather, lining up the beard. Then the hot towel comes back because they're gonna shave the opposite way. I was like, what, yes! I was so happy, I was like, oh, that's, yeah. that's exactly, that's what you should do. You know, it never happened before. And uh, then, after shave, and then, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot, the cold towel to close your pores. I <laughs> Wow, yeah! You know, you feel good in that moment, you do. You feel good, you got a glimpse of what it's gonna feel like for heaven lined up ready to go there's something god does in our souls that's even more powerful he sets us free from the pace the dryer of this world he gives us new life and freedom behold the new has come you remember that do you remember that so what takes place when he says okay great commission here go make disciples but baptize them their old life it's gone dead they're going to come up in the new power that Jesus is alive, he lives forever, and he paid my debt. And then what's going to take place is they're going to want to learn. There's going to be teaching. They're going to want to grow. Class isn't going to feel the same anymore. They're going to want to dive into the master. i got, I got to learn the scripts for myself. You know, it's so hard when you're living off regurgitated food. It's tainted. God wants to give direct food for you. The fact that you and I have access to read this, this living Word of God, some people have literally laid down their life, been burned alive, that you and I can have this type of access this morning. That's good. Something to celebrate. Thank you, God. That's freedom. That transcends boundaries or barriers. And when I was praying, thinking about darkness coming in on Saturday nights, thinking about the gift that we feel the gift of conviction conviction feels haunting you know when you're caught in a pattern of darkness and you feel empty and i think one of the times we we say this question god where are you at where are you at because if you were here i wouldn't feel this way and in fact if you were so good like you say i wouldn't want to turn to all of this nonsense and we're asking a question to the wrong master in that moment more like Satan what's going on let me get out of here and then you start asking a different question to God God can you help me can you free me and what happens is that work of the Holy Spirit when you know you're not living right and all what it is is it's 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 trying to make you like God holy in your spirit it's beautiful so how do you gain holiness this morning how do you gain new life and it's simply trusting in Jesus Christ to remember and we're that brand new, 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 all the time, new, 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 you, new everything. New you changes everything. Your setting might not change. It could get worse when you leave this place because Satan does not like you. In fact, you're getting marked when you make a statement for Jesus. What changes is, is the access you have because you're no longer on the outside. You're on the inside with Christ. I'd love to pray for us this morning and i want us to close and, and just be in awe of our god how great he is worship him um, wherever you're at if you need help ask the person left and right there's no um specialists that are exclusively able to pray for you and i know that The tainted experience makes you think that God can only work through those with a microphone. And even if you hear me say it, you're like, I don't believe that. Well, that may or may not be true because when stuff hits the fan, you you typically want a specialist, gotta get close. But here's what's powerful. Every person that possesses the spirit of Jesus Christ is a specialist that can pray, that can believe, that can intercede for you. And and God's not into big lofty prayers. He's not into some big, sometimes it's just a simple, God, I need your help in this area. I surrender, I give it all up, have your way. If you'd stand. And you're more than welcome to stay for the next service. You're more than welcome to get baptized today. Stay uh, pushed through. Let today be your moment and I pray that God would give you a sign, some smile from heaven even like a rainbow, that you'll remember this date forever. Jesus I thank you for your people and most importantly I thank you for you. I thank you that you make all things new, God that you love the city, you're writing a story here, that you've given a good report, that you see Lansing, you see this region. We're not going to be known for just being the capital that has a uh, Officials here. We're not going to be known for having the lug nuts. We're not going to just be known for uh, new coffee shops that are developing God we're going to be known for Saturating this region with the good news of Jesus Christ and discipling people and baptizing them in the name of the Father The Son and the Holy Spirit and to teach them all that you've commanded us to do to let people know that they have dignity They are loved they belong and they have purpose God do that in us today God remind us of your newness remind us of your power let that start in our heart right now break in if God's brought us to it he will bring us through it and Jesus right now we trust you to bring us through it Holy Spirit speak in ways that only you can because you are the great I am we lift up you right now and Jesus we pray amen let's sing
1: Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.